Hey there, everybody. Just wanted to say, we're dropping a podcast today. But if you can't get enough of the board game snobs, check on Sporadically Bored, their newest podcast, starring us, Gabby and Jerry. Oh, yeah. Sporadically Bored. Check them out. And now for our regularly scheduled podcast. Welcome to the Board Game Snobs Podcast. Critically harsh reviews with a touch of class. Go! Hey! Hello, friends. And welcome to the Board Game Snob Podcast. With us here in the studios is yourself, myself, the star of the show, Jerry, and with myself. All of you listening. Are you? It's these, as if you're here with us. Yes. I feel like our listeners are here with us. They are. I think of their needs. And spirits. Their wants. Their desires. And their deepest desires. Deepest desires. What is your deepest desires? Give me your top. This is our top 10 deepest desires. Top Go. 10 deepest desires. Go. Number one. With Gobby, our host, love. going first. What? Love. Love. What's that got to do with it? Peace on earth. (laughs) Goodwill towards all men. You remember when they used to have those pretentious, uh, was it like Miss Universe or Miss USA? Did they not advertise? Did they still show those on TV? Yeah. Okay. It's America, Miss Universe. I think those are like the top two. Yeah, I don't understand Miss Universe. Miss Oklahoma is just like, (laughs) count their teeth. How dare you? How dare you? Okay. Right there. I'm about to... Okay. Oh, what? Oh, oh you've oh. never derided Texans before? Well, y'all can't drive. <laughs> All right. Fun fact. Number one, Texans are probably the worst drivers. The only... How is that fun? The only... It's not. The only... Okay, well, then you just said fun fact. It's a fun fact for those who don't have to drive around you. The only other place I've been that had worse drivers was Baltimore, Maryland. Number two, do you know that Oklahoma... For which you just derided, where the wind comes sweeping down the planes. Yes, that place. Those planes have produced more astronauts than any other state. O K L A H O M A. I'm I'm a Oklahoma born and bred. Well, yeah, but why are you knocking Oklahoma? Because I live in Texas. We have beautiful women there. I go wherever. Wait a minute. I go whichever way the wind blows. Not what? What'd you say, Enrique? That's debatable. It's like a 50-50. So Enrique Enrique just insulted half of all Oklahomans. Wow. If I thought that we had a- What was the other half? The The beautiful people? The A listener. He just said 50-50. I'm not insulted. Does that make me beautiful? (laughs) I'm just just saying. Can I just pick a side? I feel uninsulted. If, o- if Oklahomans had access to high-speed internet and thus listen to our podcast, perhaps they would be offended. But right now, I'm not worried about losing the one <laughs> listener we probably have in my home state. Send this for me, say. <laughs> We've been insulted. Stop. That's dee not- dee 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 <laughs> <laughs> I just realized that was a telegraph there for a second. It took me a second. Uh, this is a podcast that's about board games and other things. Gobby's with Card us. Card games, even. I'm Jerry and Enrique. Our temp. What are you drinking? Enrique? Coke. Coke. Okay. Yes. The the beverage. Yeah. Thank you. Okay. Well, well you some thought, some of our listeners leave rough lives, so you I was never know. Say, like, how did I make cocaine co- in liquid, liquid form? Liquid yes. form. 
What is that? That's called four Loki. It's milk. That's what the kids are all drinking in it. That four, four Loki or yeah, it's four Loki. Yes, that's. I it. need to have four minutes, and I'm hyped for. Are you making fun of me? No, I would never make fun of you talking about four Loki. Thank you. I've watched Avatar. I'm for Thor. Avatar. Hmm. Oh, so all right. Before we have to get into our topics of, board did games. you know there are more card deck combinations than what? Because usually when I start saying this, I will say what the answer is. And you're like, oh, yeah, I knew that. More card. There are more. So in a deck of 52 cards. Yes. There are more combinations. What did I just say? Combinations? Yeah. There are more combinations in a deck of cards than there are what? People. Well, that's true. Okay. So I was right. Next question. (laughs) Atoms on Earth. That's not right. That's not right. You're talking, you're messing with math. I'm saying that's, that's, that's not right. I'm reading this from bestlife.com. <laughs> I'm calling Do you out. Bestlife.com. There are more card deck combinations than there are items on earth. Don't blame your bad hand at the poker table on a stroke of bad luck. It's really just a matter of math. Seeing as there's more ways to arrange a deck of cards than there are total atoms on earth. Mm, okay. It says if a deck of cards is shuffled properly, there's a high chance that it comes out in an arrangement never existed before. 52 cards. So I guess it's 52 squared, right? So 52 times itself. I don't know what I'm, I'm saying. I'm, I'm looking this up. You're looking, but I, I'm, I'm telling you. No, it's just that's impossible. It I'm says sorry, no. You don't know. Just, You're just going off what Jerry said. No, it's just not. Th- like, it's okay. 52 if combinations. Think, if we think about the no, hold on. in the entire world Listen. compared to a deck of cards. No, Adam's on Earth. Oh, oh. Oh, on Earth. Wow. This says because, all right, you take a four-digit number. How many combinations can you make out of that? Mm, a four... A four... Uh, <laughs> I, I'm not even paying attention to your question. Exactly. So, a, a four-digit combination, you can go 0, 0, 0, 0, 0, 0, 0, 0, 0, 0, 0, 0, 0, 0, 0, 0, 0, 0, 0, 0, 0, 0, 0, 0, 0, 0, 0, 0, 0, 0, 0, 0, 0, 0, 0, 0, 0, 0, 0, 0, 0, 0, 0, 0, 0, 0, 0, 0, 0, 0, 0, 0, 0, 0, 0, 0, 0, 0, 0, 0, 0, 0, 0, 0, 0, 0, 0, 0, 0, 0, 0, 0, 0, 0, 0, 0, 0, 0, 0, 0, 0, 0, 0, 0, 0, 0, 0, 0, 0, 0, 0, 0, 0, 0, 0, 0, 0, 0, 0, Earth. <laughs> that's crazy. Ah. So that's why poker is a really a, ha- a game of percentages, but yet skill. Because if you know what's out there, there's a lot of perm- perm- what was that permeations. It permeations. Says, it says, that's when you get a bad term. Permutations. Permutations. That's what I said. How many different ways can you put a pack of cards in order? Mm, it's going down a road. I don't really care to Let's go. Let's not far. worry about that. Are we on the eve of moving on? More than Adams. Did you know? Eve. I'm on fire. Thank you, sir. That was for free. Go ahead. More than half of Shakespeare's characters Mm -hmm. do what? Die. How? Violently. In the same way. Like poisoned or stabbed. Correct. This says... uh, when the Guardian broke down data, they found that the majority of fatalities were due to stabbings. Everybody gets stabbed. But then again, they didn't have Glocks back then. The, the second most common was being poisoned. Then drive Very by. Good. Drive by. Take that, Othello. 
What's your favorite Shakespeare play? I love Hamlet. Love Hamlet. I had not like love, love actually. <laughs> I love Hamlet. Oh, I thought that was like the comedic <laughs> version. Love Hamlet. Yes. What did you come over to my love Hamlet? It's this little I inn like love back, Hamlet. back in the woods. My love Hamlet. <laughs> no, it's a Hamlet. Hamlet. Yes, there are several. Um, like King Lear has has. Does that have a happy ending? No, none of them do. They all die. <laughs> but Hamlet is, is like. There's been movies made about it, several different ones that have been acted even here recently. They're great. They still do plays on Hamlet. Hamlet's like was one of the Which one's done more, Hamlet or Macbeth? Ooh, Macbeth had I'd say Hamlet. Don't quote me on that. But Macbeth I, I, I sure y'all won't. Macbeth has several big time actors have done plays with Macbeth, but Hamlet's the one that everybody wants. Isn't Lion King based on Hamlet? Hamlet. Sons of Anarchy. It's Hamlet. Just about oh. everything is based on Hamlet. Why is that? What's the basis? Tell me. It, What's uh, the foundation? Okay, the foundation is this this family in power. This royal family, family in power. The dad has just died. He was king, and now this other dude has married the queen. Like I think it was the uncle. Uh, and uh, weird. <laughs> so the it's like weird stuff going on. And so the kid comes home. Weren't you my daddy's brother? <laughs> oh, now you're my daddy. So. <laughs> so Hamlet comes home and he's like, Incestuous up, get me a beer. <laughs> that's not incestuous. What? It, they're brothers. They've oh, married that's right. Yes, that's okay. right. This but is, if they had a kid, this is. That's my brother slash cousin. Yeah, okay. All right. That'd be weird. Okay. So anyway, so Hamlet like comes home and he's like, Something smells bad in Denmark. Something's rotten oh, in Denmark. Something's going on. Bacon. And so he has a dream. That probably wasn't a dream, depends on how you interpret the play of his father's ghost. And he's like, you know, homeboy poison. Is Hamlet the son? Yeah. Okay. He's like homeboy or Mel Gibson or or David Tennant, depending on which, which show you watch. And he's like, this guy poisoned me and he's trying to take over the throne. So Ham- who poisoned who? The uncle he killed the killed the king. Then oh, married the queen. to slide in there, yeah. to slide into her yeah. DMs. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> so there you go. The direct monarchy. <laughs> Oh, that was good. Oh, excuse me for a minute. Uh, this episode brought to you by Proper 12. Oh, snap, uh, as always. The cheapest whiskey that we like. Um, so Hamlet's all like, I need to get back at this dude. And then everybody tries to kill each other. And it's just very sad. Well, it, but he does, it's like tragedy is a comedy. So what's his comedy? What's comical about it? Okay, so. Well, like, not comical about Hamlet. But I mean, I guess. Okay, go ahead. Well, I mean, there's nothing. But doesn't he make comedy? Didn't Shakespeare write comedies? Yes, he did write comedies. Like, What's well, uh, like the most famous comedy? Oh, Midsummer Night's Dream, I think, was somewhat, if I'm not mistaken. A whole lot of, about but, but, but nothing they're, they're or something. Comedy. What you do about nothing. The, they're comedy. Is that a comedy? Yeah, but you know, I don't think that was Shakespeare, was it? What I'm you th- do about nothing? It was it. Oh, I'm thinking about the I'll importance look. of being earnest. That was uh, Oscar Wilde, which that was hilarious. I'll, that is That is... A good example of Renaissance. That was by Jim Varney. No, it wasn't. The importance of... No, hey, no, Vern. No. No. Ernest P. World. No, I'm talking about the importance of being earnest. That's a great comedy. Why are we talking about this? Much Because we were talking about Shakespeare. Much Ado About Nothing. Comedy oh, by William Shakespeare. Because we're talking because our board game that we're going to talk about has to do with... Thought it. to have been written in 1598. Good Lord, that's so long oh. ago. Would you have liked to live during that time? No, the no. plague. 
Spanish influenza and all that jazz. Well, no, that wasn't until 1920 was the Spanish flu. But uh, yeah, I think I would. I would. What would you do? I mean, I'm sure I'd just be like a blacksmith. <laughs> like a village idiot type <laughs> yeah. type. I'm a jester. <laughs> just go around. It's like, what? Zoinka, zoinka. <laughs> I watched, uh, well, because we're going to be reviewing Masters of Renaissance here, since we're talking about things of all Renaissance. I sure. recently watched on YouTube, it's amazing, these people who do uh, realistic sword fighting. And so, what you always picture in all your movies are, you know, knights wearing this armor and they're swinging their swords and so forth. Right. It's not depicted correctly. And so, these guys have basically studied ancient warfare and they depict the tactics and the methods used in hand-to-hand combat and sword fighting that would have been used in the medieval times. And it is amazing. Like, you do not realize. It's something I had never seen. Like what? Uh, Explain. Okay, so like the way, first off, how do you stab somebody? If you're a knight and you're in full armor, how do you stab another knight? You poke him with a sword. How? Like like straightforward out. You you would mainly go. Oh, he's got armor. Yeah, duh. So you go with the joints. Yeah. Or the visor. The visor. How do you stab somebody through a visor that's just, yeah. Very precisely. Very precisely. And so it was demonstrating the methods and how they would hold their swords and how what they would do. So how, how would they do it? Uh, one that kind of surprised me was like they would kind of, they wore these gloves that. Nintendo Power Gloves. Basically looked like Nintendo Power Gloves so that their hands wouldn't be cut by their own sword. So that they could grip the sword. So a lot of times they were fighting with both hands on the sword oh. to stay it. And there were times where they would like, like parry and then thrust like you would like, like a rifle with a bayonet. Ouch. And the precision that they would, I mean, it's just interesting. They, they used a lot of, like, I don't want to call it like jujitsu moves, but, uh, but methods that would knock their opponent on the ground so then they could get at them with their weak spot. Mm. So it looked like these two big armored turtles fighting each other. <laughs> you have to Google that. And like what YouTube is it? That. It's, uh, I've done forgot what you were I'll talking find about. It. I'll, I'll show you the video here in a little bit. Okay. It's great. Makes me want a sword fight. No. But I would die. Hard pass. I want to be a bard. And I would have a <laughs> tavern. songs and dance. I'd have a tavern. It would be called No Holds Barred. And I'd sit there <laughs> and I'd play my songs and sing to people and we would drink and then that would be it. That's what I would do in the Renaissance. Oh, God. My favorite book. Enrique would die at childbirth. Because <laughs> <laughs> you're weak oh, and yeah. your bloodline is weak. Oh, That's how it is. He's really coming yes, at you, Enrique. Sorry, Enrique. Defend yourself, son. It's fine. The seat. Oh, okay. <laughs> Signs of a weak bloodline. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Bubonic plague. Mm. Rats. The blue bonnet plague. The blue bonnet? You're sniffing too many blue bonnets. Nah, next next topic, please. <laughs> that pollen gets in your nose, start sneezing, you die. Be moving on, please. The blue bonnet plague. All of the did you know? <laughs> okay, did I know what? All of the water on Earth, Earth would form a ball that's 860 miles wide. Wow. That's one big drop of water. Didn't know that. It's like one big water balloon. Earth is basically one big water balloon. It's the astronomical water balloon of the universe. Pretty much. It's all water. Except for that. 71% of the surface. Yeah, like water world. But then you go beneath the surface, you got magma. Magma. I don't like magma. The core. I don't like Remember magma. the core? What are you doing? You're on your phone. 
I'm looking up things. Are you looking what up how long it would take you to get from the surface to the core? Hillary Swank knows. Yeah, you die. <laughs> Hillary Swank? Did, <laughs> Did you Hillary see that movie? No. Yes, I saw that movie. The core? The core with uh the 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 guy that I like that's always uh Stanley Tucci. Yeah. He was the bad guy in it. <laughs> He always had that recorder. Yeah, that was a terrible movie. It was a terrible movie. Very bad. That may have ended her career. Uh, what has she been in? Hillary since? Swank. Uh, she's been in stuff. It didn't stop Stanley Tucci. Well, nothing Stanley stop- Tucci's a gem. Nothing stops Tucci. The New York Times ran a typo every day for more than one hundred years. Mm, shame, <laughs> shame. Uh, it says that. Uh, I don't know. I don't care. I'm moving past that. Bag. None of your banter is very good. The banter quality well, you know, has the, gone down. There are polka dotted zebras. Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh. what do they call <laughs> them? Drop that. Polka dotted polka zebras. Polka dotted zebras. Do you know why zebras are striped like that? Because stripes? Why? I don't know. Stripes. What they is- earn them in the military. No. no. What? <laughs> what is the advantage <laughs> they have for being striped that way? For being striped? Mm-hmm. I would say um, it would have been used for... Some type of cat. It's a genetic oh. mutation called pseudomelanism. Uh. No, that's the that's the polka dots. <laughs> <laughs> it helps when they're in a group. You can't really tell them apart, so you don't know if there's four or five of them or forty or fifty of them. Oh. So animals that have problems with certain so like colors, colorblind, yeah, like the, cats. Yeah, you can't tell how many there are. So if you got two or three of them running together, it looks like a herd. Hmm. I heard that. I heard that too. Moving on, can we now move on to our topic? No, not our topic. We want to talk about the game. We want to talk about topic. There's only one continent without grasslands. Antarctica. <laughs> How did you know? <laughs> I just well, you looked at me like you wanted me to say something. Well, I mean, it's supposed to be like mind blowing, but that would be my first <laughs> guess as well. You know, after like eighty episodes of this show, the banter has really gone downhill. We're running How out dare of you fighting things. I'm bringing things that people have never heard before. <laughs> yeah, sure which they can Antarctica has no grasslands. How does that make you feel? It makes me feel pretty good. Sorry, sorry for those emperor penguins. Anyways. The oldest, oldest surviving banknotes are from how long ago do you think banknotes have lasted? Banknotes, so it'd be somewhere from like where they invented banking, so perhaps an Arab country, so Turkey. So I'm going to say they're over 500 years old, 1500s. Older. Really? Yep. Wow. But you're on the right path. So like 1000 CE. Well, you kind of went too far. Trading goods and services for currencies that systems exist around the world for thousands of years have the oldest surviving banknotes are the... Okay, sorry. Excuse my language pronunciation. Are the Deming, Tongzing, Baochao, Great Ming Circulating Treasure Note from China, which were initially printed between 1368 and 1398. Mm. When the value of the money crashed, the banknotes were simply stashed. But yeah, that's a rhyme. <laughs> they when the spit. value of the money crashed, banknotes are stashed. That's not a good rap. I didn't say it was a rap. That's well, like it was a rhyme. Day, it Matthew's bands of rappers. Hey, executed. don't come at me abashed. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just move on. You're just this banter has just fallen apart. Uh, man, according to Guinness World Records, that's I'm, Guinness. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That's not just a listeners. drink, you know. I know. 
I'm sorry. I'm sorry for all the listeners, the banter on this episode. I apologize. Because they feel For the it. amazing facts I bring to this, courtesy of bestlife.com. Well, yeah. <laughs> well, about, I'll tell you what. How about next episode? I I'm do, an embedded reporter for bestlife.com. <laughs> how about next episode? I'll do the banter. I'll bring the topics. Okay? I'm going to give you a break. You deserve a break. You deserve this. I worked hard. You've worked I hard. I hope you know that. I know you know all that. Right. I know you know this. I appreciate this, but you Wait, have. What? Yeah, I appreciate I'm glad it. I got that recorded. But you need to. You need to get no to the bench. You need to again. sit down. You need to sit yourself down. <laughs> I need to retire. Take a breather. Take a breather. Go out on top. That's what I'm saying. All right. Let's talk about Masters of Renaissance. We're not talking about ourselves. We're talking about the board game, or actually the card game iteration from Cranio Games of Lorenzo El Magnifico. Ooh. We talked about this few months back because we played it at bgg 2019 i believe one gabi moraga said that it was his favorite game at the con if of i'm the not con mis- of yes, the con of the con this is a one to four player game it's very quick plays less than an hour the solo is apparently like uh almost like a aggressive variant like you know the aggressive variant of viticulture where you have to stay ahead of <clears throat> mr vidi well, in this one, you have to stay ahead of the faith track and the uh, purchasing of the cards. Right. May I take a moment and describe the mechanisms to You the may, Gord Head. Thank you, sir. So, in this game, you're basically buying cards from a tableau. They're level one, two, and three cards. You have to buy level one cards first. You buy level two cards, stack it on level one. Very simple. You have three slots on your player board, so only three spots to play those three stacks of cards. You utilize this very weird way of getting resources. I don't even know what you call that marble rack. We're going to call it the marble rack. That sounds good. But they call it the marketplace. Okay, they call it the marketplace, but that's deceiving. You have these three rows of three or four rows of mar- yeah, three rows, four columns of marbles. Yeah. Of various colors, you select which one you row or column you want, and you the colors of the marbles dictate what kind of resources you get. The blue ones are shields, which is your, your military. Red is faith, yellow is gold, such and such. That's well, all very abstract. When you pick which ones you want, you then take the other marble that's outside the rack, you push it into that row or column, and it kicks out the other marble, and down it goes. So you're randomizing each little row or column for which resources you're going to get. It's very confusing, but why is that important? Because on your player board, you can only hold certain amounts and certain types of resources on your board. The way I have it set up, you can hold one of one type, two of one type, three of one type in this little holding area, and you use those resources to run your engine. And your engine is basically your cards. Those cards do very simple things of turning this item into that item. I'm giving you more things which you can then store in your storehouse. Your storehouse is the unlimited supply of all the resources that you created. You use the resources from your storehouse to buy more cards, etc., etc. You do that until you have set somebody reaches seven cards or the end of the faith track. Uh, and it's it's good. It's really good. As a matter of fact, I love Lorenzo El Magnifico. I don't think, in my opinion, that I am a, I am a. that Masters of Renaissance replaces Lorenzo for me. Here's why. Lorenzo El Magnifico. Can I tell you why I think so first? Why you think it replaces it? No. Oh. While it does not. Okay. You tell me, sir. 
I will tell you. <clears throat> because if I if I go after you, you're just like, oh yeah, you just think that's what I said. No, no. I know how you operate. You have you have your own thoughts. You're your own man. <laughs> I know how you operate. You be you. While this game is very, very smooth, very streamlined. Just like me. Go ahead. Lorenzo El Magnifico, to me, is much more, well, first of all, it's a worker placement. But it is a worker placement of the highest degree. Because as soon as you go to one of those towers in Lorenzo, I cannot go there without paying a price. And once I go there, I cannot go there again. Unless I use my nude meeple. <laughs> So once I do that, then that causes me stress. Very much. Lorenzo is the game, the regular board game, is much more interactive. It's much more worker placements, much more stressful. And like, I need to get here. I need to go to this tower. Oh, dang it. So-and-so has gone there. Now I can go there, but I had to pay extra to go there. And once I go there, I can't go again unless I have saved that meeple that's not of the color I already have. Correct. If you've played the game, you know what I'm talking about. This game is not near as tight. Mm -mm. It's very open. It's very wide open. It's very it's very smooth. It's very fluid. It's I like it a lot. But upon first playing it again, I was saying, oh, I'm going to play this and wonder if it replaces Lorenzo. It does not. It's not even close to me upon further thought because the original board game is so much crunchier. Mm -hmm. I hate to use that term because everybody uses it nowadays. But like, I really have to think about what I'm doing. There's so many times in Lorenzo I have made a move and realized I cannot make that move. Right. Because yep. there's so many things you can't do in Lorenzo. Lorenzo is very, it's very punishing. It's very punishing. Very restrictive. Very restrictive. And it, like my first wife. Why? And it, it, <laughs> I like Lorenzo Il Magnifico a lot. This does not replace that. I like it a lot. Why did you leave me Sharon? <laughs> Sharon. Sharon. Go ahead. But uh, Lorenzo for me still remains as well as this game. But Lorenzo remains a top for me. Really? Yes. Uh, yes. Lorenzo is definitely a meteor. I game. will uh, turn off my mic and listen. Wow. Lorenzo is definitely a meteor game. It is an engine building worker placement game that is not forgiving. It is a game that really, when you're done playing it, you feel tired. You have had to make some solid decisions, and it, it, it is a heavy game, not in terms of its mechanics. But in what you have, it's heavy because you have to pay attention to what you're doing. You have to plan ahead. You have to be able to interact with the other players and be ready to devise another plan. You can't plan too far ahead because you basically plan for your turn. So it's kind of an AP inducing game. But Lorenzo is an awesome, awesome game. Masters of Renaissance doesn't replace it for me. But Masters of Renaissance does something that I have never seen well, let me say this. There's only a few games for which I've seen this happen. Very few. Where they have taken a card game or a dice game and they have captured the feel of a much larger game and given you a lighter version of it. For instance, we love Cold Baron. Cold Baron, the card game, is terrible. Correct. We, we do not like it. Correct. We both enjoyed Castles of Burgundy. 
And then you went out and bought the card game and loved that card game. Correct. And you were saying this replaces Castles of Burgundy. Castles of Burgundy, I'll, I'll, it, it's, it's great. It's lighter. It's quicker. I'd much rather play this. It gave me the same feel as Castles of Burgundy. And I must game. say that I highly endorse. If you like Castles of Burgundy, or you're looking for something lighter with a solo, yes, that's that. The card game is excellent. I haven't played the dice game, although we have it. Mm, I have. It's, it does not. It does not. Okay. Masters of Renaissance captures the essence of Lorenzo so well, but it dilutes it. it. It's there isn't any real player interaction in terms of oh no. you just bought the card I was going to buy or you've moved up the faith track quicker so it's cost me points. Or you got my marbles. That's it. That's 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 the main. Those inter- are the three. Yeah, that's it. You you actually you you use what I was going to use. It's very solitaire. You're planning ahead. It's very calming. Like, it's one of those games, as soon as we're done playing it, I want to play it again. I can play it multiple times in a row. I like how the cards synergize. I like how I can look out and make a plan. And it's basically just a very... If you like synergy, you might play Maracaibo. Ah, those cards synergize, I hear. They do synergize. But, man, Masters of Renaissance, I've never seen a game where they have taken the base game and made such a light, refreshing, quick version of it that gives you the same feel. Well, it, it to me, it's like it, it does all of that, but it's so completely different at the same it, time. It, it is completely it's weird. Yeah, you it, it takes out. So anytime that you it's weird, anytime you run a game down like this, that you dilute it. So I'll say, uh, you'll lose something. And what Masters of Renaissance did is it took out the complication of law of the rules. So you, you've cut down the rules. So it's a little bit simpler to learn. It cut down on the engine building. It's very simple. You just got three cards. You use those cards. It cut down on the player interaction because, like you said, one of the things that I've heard many people gripe about uh, Lorenzo is you go to make a turn and you realize, I can't afford to do it. I can't right. pay for the card. It's extremely expensive. Or somebody's there and they've blocked me and I have to pay $3. People which I don't gripe have. about that? People gripe that's about that. That's the best part. That's the best part. But a lot of people don't like that. And so that's why I think Masters of Renaissance is an awesome game. Even if you... I enjoy being punished that way. It, if you played Lorenzo and it was just too crunchy for you, then definitely pick up Masters of Renaissance. If you love Lorenzo and... You're like me. You don't really like filler games. I don't like games that are too light. But I right. will, my idea of a filler game is a game that's just slightly a step down from a medium weight game, but it's under an hour. Give me 30, 45 minutes. Definitely Masters of Renaissance. I love this game. This is probably one of my favorite. I don't want to call it a filler game because it's a little longer, no, a little heavier. No, it's not a filler. But, I mean, this is a legit game. But to me... It's super streamlined version. It's super streamlined. You can crank it out. It it benefits from multiple plays. I love that dice, that marble mechanism. I love the little bitty rules that kind of restrict you. This game is self-restricting rather than player-restricting. When I say a player-restricting, I mean another player gets in your way and thus it keeps you from doing something. This is self-restricting because you can only sort your resources in a certain way. You have to buy them. You can source your own in them. Yes, (laughs) My Sharona. What did you say? I don't know. You're just making terms. I'm just talking about Little Women. I just love this game. As the host. <laughs> They're Sharona references. It's great. Enrique, what did you think? Is he even here? <laughs> He's chewing on his Probably nails. Not. Okay, spit that nail out. 
Okay. The Master Run Resonance? Yes, Masters of Renaissance. Residents of Masters. That's already a huge mistake. This is always a huge mistake when I talk on the mic. I'm going to let you talk. D-Res. Don't D-Res. That's what they do in Tron. You get D-Res, you're out. That's when they hit you with that flying frisbee. No, wait, that's Tron. No, that's Terminator. That's Daft Punk. Yes. All right, Master Renaissance, go, Enrique. We're the Daft Punks of board game podcasting. <laughs> go ahead. I'm yeah. you're uh, Daft. I'm the punk. <laughs> <laughs> no, are they British? Daft is a British term. Well, say, old boy, you're very Daft. Speaking of Daft, <laughs> go, Enrique. It's Daffer Dan. <laughs> go ahead, sir. But no, this is a wonderful game. Wow, oh, it's a wonderful He's high game. praise He's from a sleeveless the man. Box as he but says as that. you all said, this game is oh, not. Now they've all the parts have spilled out. It'll be fine. This game is not as punishing as Lorenzo. It's a little bit more forgiving, but not as punishing. And I'm very forgiving. For me, for me Jerry's I, very I punishing. Play games that are I love. It's like playing they, with me and Eric, me and Jerry. Yeah, basically, where they just—it's <laughs> just like people. You like being punished. Basically, <laughs> it's like playing with Jerry and me. It's very forgiving, but also so, punishing. But punishing games are more. You They're like more exciting, but people just don't like them as well. So this, if you want a lighter game, this I would do. be a recommended uh, alternative to Loren- Lorenzo. Well do you said. Like, do you like Lorenzo over that, or do you think they are two different things, or what? For me, I, I want... For you. Yes, I asked you the question. <laughs> but no. What I ask... <laughs> Which one do you prefer? Well, for me, <laughs> well, well, I, he's being I always just say that as like a conversation for, like, started from the conversation. You know, that's a word whisker. It's just a way to fill the void as you think. Yeah. <laughs> so instead of going, um, uh, we, 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 but, I always talk nonsense. <laughs> <laughs> Jerry just spouts random things. What? All right, go ahead. But no, I would rather play Lorenzo because it's just more. You rather play Lorenzo, the OG, yeah, because wow. than this guy. Okay, so you do prefer that over this, but because you do like this guy. It provides more of a challenge. It does. It, it just it's more interactive, as you both have mm-hmm. well said, mm-hmm. and well, very just, well. Who said it more well? Orwell, <laughs> Orson Wells. Wells. Go ahead. But no, as like <laughs> as I said before, you both said it extremely well, equally and, well, equally well. <laughs> We are both equal in our world. I I need a refill. Go ahead. All right. If you haven't figured it out, I love Masters of Renaissance, and you you should too. Masters of Renaissance is an excellent, excellent game. It does not replace Lorenzo. Quit banging the microphone, Jerry. That's why you don't give him anything. Yeah, you do. This is how I'm going to get your attention from now on. (laughs) Yes, Jerry, go ahead. I have a toast. No. Toast, burnt toast. I'd like to, uh, what was I going to say? I, I don't know. I was speaking. I said, Master Renaissance, great game. Love it. Board game snobs approved. Uh, uh, Sir Jerry? Approved. Okay. Very much approved. Sir. Uh, Sir Knight? Or, no, Sir Nugget. Sir Nugget. Sir Nugget. <laughs> <laughs> Sir Nugget. That, that serves you well. Oh, the night, the sleepless night, Sir Nugget. <laughs> So, are there any other 
card game renditions you like of regular games? Ooh. Mm. Mm. Card game renditions. Card or dice. You mentioned uh, Castles of Burgundy. Mm -hmm. The dice game is much quicker it's not it doesn't even i give it does a lot of the same things and that you're filling out these spots to get these benefits but the card game really gives me the feel of the actual game the dice game to me feels like a dice game it's fine it does a fine job it's a super quick game i've soloed it many many times it's okay uh now, we have it. We have not got to play it, but Gold West recently got a reprint, which we love, but we got Gold West the car, the dice game. Uh, I haven't played it. Have it's you a, played it? We have not. It's a three-player game, mainly. Uh, that's one that I was interested in playing to kind of compare because it looked like it might have the same flavor of Gold West. Um, there are it's People don't want to admit this, but is it, it's an easy money grab for a company to have a great game and then put out an alternate variant of it put out a dice game a card game something of that nature well they have those for Catan, right and so it's easy for them to say okay this is the same game you just roll dice you just do this and a lot of times those iterations i'll i would go on record to say about 75 percent of the times those aren't worth having like they're just not that good it's hard colbert uh, the colbert and the great card game strangely enough got several good reviews i played it i found it atrocious it was not near as intriguing as the board game colbert yeah it's just it, it, it's hard for them to be okay here's one that comes to mind it's a, it was a dice game iteration of nations now I, oh, yeah, yeah, I yeah. greatly enjoy. I think Nations is one of the best games. Very good. Yes, the, I'm going to take that to Cabin and we're we're going to take it to Cabin Con. Um, one of the best games ever made in terms of civilization card games. So they made Dice uh, Nations the dice game. I and I was shocked by how well done it was. The biggest downfall it had: lack of replayability. There was a expansion that came out that was hard to get more than the base game that added that variability. But unfortunately, we never got it. We ended up realizing we don't play fillers that much, so no. why have it? But I really enjoyed Nations of Dice. I did too. Got rid of it though because we just, like I said, we don't do fillers at all. Not, not, no, not really. Uh, but yeah, uh, I also a pet peeve of mine is when they take a game and they make a two-player variant of it. Like I'm looking at U Seven Wonders, Yokohama Duels, or Yokohama. I haven't played Yokohama. There, I think the Networks is even having a dueling Networks. Oh, now I will say this: I haven't played the two-player vari variation of it. The Networks is a highly underrated game by Gil Hova. It's a great game. We've talked about it on a previous podcast. So there's a lot of games, and watch for it. I mean, any big game is always ripe for a dice or card game. You just you don't you are not gonna have to hold your breath long before you have Terraforming Mars, <laughs> the dice game. I mean, or the card game, or it is the card game already. But they always come up with. <laughs> I mean, do you know how they are? Terraforming that, Mars, the that, extra card yeah, game. Yeah, Terraforming Mars. Buy this game. It has all the cards that are in Terraforming Mars, except there's no board, which is basically the main game, anyways. Uh, yeah. So. That's kind of my thing. It's hard to capture the feel. The feel. And 
Renaissance does this, and it's our from our boys there at Cranio. Usually, when they do that, they lose something that negates the effectiveness Simone of purchasing Luciani the game. And Nestor Mangan, I don't know him. He's a newer run. No, he's in there. He's so, in all. He's in usually in most of them. So there you go. <laughs> there you go. Um, buy it. Oh, don't say buy it. Don't feed into the consumerism of this Fear hobby of that already out. exists. You're not going to get to play it and you're not going to be that cool was, with us. You know, I, I was thinking about that. I was you, thinking about you this. Have to have no, this you, game. you literally just. <laughs> if you don't have you literally it. literally just segued into something I've been thinking about here Nobody lately. Nobody will love you <laughs> if you don't buy this game. No one will like you. Nobody will friend. like you. Oh, well, They'll be like, like, do you have does. Masters of Renaissance? Well, no, I don't. Uh, well, the old and the new old boy. Well, then you might as well. Are you, are you poor? We used. I used to rank things by like, buy it. You peasant. <laughs> Oh, go ahead. Are you speaking? But I don't like the consumerism, the FOMO that goes with this hobby. You don't like the FOMO? Especially with reviewers, because they'll be like, yeah, no, 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 we loved it. We we think you should buy it. You don't tell me what to do. You don't tell me what to think. I'm not going to buy this game just because you like it. I don't like it. I would suggest play it. Play it. Go to a, a, a cafe, a coffee shop, a gaming cafe that has it. Play it. Go to a con that has it. Play it. We live in, I live in Oklahoma. We don't have cafes. <laughs> Go we to Dallas. We don't have places like friends that. Friends and foes. We don't even have women there, according to Enrique. <laughs> according to Enrique. No, 50% of the women. Oh, Enrique, this bitch. You offended so You've many offended people. You've so many women. But I, I really, I've well, thought about I that. Like, an, because reviewers, I really. like women. <laughs> Except <laughs> you, Susan. <laughs> Susan, <laughs> how dare you, be Anthony? Why did you leave? But she's on the dollar from England. <laughs> I love you. What do you have against Susan B? Huh? Who? Uh, she reminds me of Cardi B. <laughs> and I will tell you this. <laughs> I'll say this right now. <laughs> This, this, that's like my, that's the sound my phone makes. Okay. <laughs> that's my ringtone. You've big. taken me off of my well thought out thing I was going to say. Missing out? No. Okay. You don't like commercialism? You're not voicing into the microphone. You don't like commercialism? Reviewers basically power this hobby into you buying stuff. And it's a good thing that we're not reviewers. <laughs> we are not. We are even though it says sponsored. Even though our literally on our motto it says critically harsh reviews. What does? We have a what? It's on something. Our motto or whatever that's on our token when we first started this thing. Uh, well, that's when we thought we were going to be important. <laughs> Um, but uh, but uh, you listen to much reviews are like oh this game game's great this game's great if you want it you should buy it I hate reviewers <laughs> why because I don't want to be told don't what push to buy. me bro oh. don't tell me what to do tell me what to do what I like are people who just yat bomb you ain't the boss of me yeah you just talk yat bomb y a t b o m that's my new acronym what yat bomb yat bomb you ain't the boss of me yat bomb yat bomb yat bomb that's what I just said okay I'll have to recall that because I won't remember that I text it frequently to my friends oh you've never texted me that. I text it for Maybe I am the boss of you. That's because you're my boss. Oh, okay. <laughs> I didn't understand. Oh. All right. So that's it for this podcast. YOLO. We have discussed nothing you, of importance you, except Masters of Renaissance. I've no YOLO does not. Uh, my, when I text it, it means you ought love often. You ought 
Yes, love. You, uh, love uh, often. often. Oh, that's sweet. Say that's why you love someone. Shut up. <laughs> Just shut up. Jerry's angry. He's been drinking. This is why you don't kill me. All right, that's going to well, do it for this podcast. We've discussed far. Masters of Renaissance. <laughs> and next I'm Gabby. Jerry's the one that won't be quiet over there. <laughs> Jerry's angry. This is Enrique. And what do you know about this Shakespeare? This is Gabby. No, you're supposed to say hey or bye. You're messing this yeah. up. And you said this okay, is bye. part of Thank you for listening to the Board Game Snobs. Stay classy.